Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And we're back. We got a new episode for you. And we got a queen of a guest today, all the way from New York. <laughs> yes, we, we're going East Coast, West Coast. We're all just, we're just coming together. But I want to introduce yes. you to a very dear, dear queen of mine. We went to college together. I'm loving this. Her name is Nike Frances. Yes. That sounds yes. sexy though. Right? <laughs> no, this is like the intro you need. Like I am kinda get y'all to like go before me in any room I walk into. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, Queen, you have just just like fine wine, honestly, just gets better I and better. Love- Oh, thank you, love. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I got to, you know, I'm I'm living in the East Coast now, but I got to rep the West Coast, the best coast, you know, yes. New York by way of California. I'm still a Californian at heart. <laughs> you know, it never leaves you. It doesn't matter where it you doesn't. go. It really doesn't. It doesn't. It does not at all. So we got a good show for you tonight. Now, Nike, um, you do a lot of things. A lot of things. I know. Um, I know. I'm like a Jill of all trades. I love it, though. <laughs> I love it because that's, like, I think that's honestly what many black women are. I think when we talk about black women in excellence, you can't hold us to a box of our talents. Like, I don't think no. I know not one single black woman that doesn't have, like, many hustles to their name. Like, they might be a nurse, but they're like, oh, I'm a chef. I'm a guru. I, you know. Just a whole bunch of, whole bunch of things. Singer, Facts. actress, poet, <laughs> you know, poetry, like everything. Just poetry and motion. I love it. So you are part of this thing called Big Mouth Tiny Kitchen, where yes. I'm like, okay, is this a cooking show? Is this a life? Like, yes. what is this? So um, Big Mouth Tiny Kitchen was just honestly like a platform that I started um, to like express myself through cooking. Like I love to cook. I um, love food. And so I started it um, to just showcase my food. And it's been something that has expanded. Like I've been able to do some events and do like a cooking show through the platform. Um, I've gone on like a cooking competition with the platform. So it's like really cool. Um, it's just been like a way to express my creativity through food. I love it. I love it. And I love food. I mean, not that, you know. <laughs> Who doesn't, girl? Right? But, girl, you know, like, between Yaz and I, people know. They're like, no. Yaz, she cooks and throws down. But they look oh, at me, they're like. Yes, yeah, so I, I haven't cooked lately because my roommate spoils me. But, <laughs> yes, when it comes to me, like, I'll go in there and make some shit. Like, I'll be yes. zoned out. Put some seasonings together. What's your favorite thing to cook? My favorite thing to cook is um, like a, what do you call it? Lemon caper's halibut. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, like okay. I sear that on like a cast iron and put it in the oven. It's, it's yeah. 
It's my bad. <laughs> That's like my favorite because I just like I'm one of the people with with fish. I like it to just fall off the the fork. Like yes, yes. yes. As it should. Like I hate when people cook fish and there's no like seasoning. It's papery. Like no, what is this? Dry, over dry as fuck. All that. But I can't cook for shit, so I really can't. <laughs> you know, you've been spoiled. You have so many people that cook for you. So many. That's why I yeah, think I'm also. People who cannot cook. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no! Please, people who cannot cook what? No, people who can't cook always have like people who cook for them. I think it's so funny. Like Honey. they have people on deck ready to like bust out a meal at any point in time. Y'all are spoiled. I'm very spoiled. You know, I'm as I tell people, this is what I'm good for. Okay. I'm good for the drinks and I'm good for dessert. <laughs> and y'all know what I mean by dessert. Cause I ain't serving you no cake. Okay. The pussy, <laughs> the pussy is the dessert. Okay. The Ooh, honey, that's the that's the appetizer. I'm like, hey, you fed me, okay. let me feed you. That's yes, it. Six courses. All six courses and then some. <laughs> but everybody knows I have a good <laughs> taste of wine. So I will always know what wine to pair with a good meal. And I'll always make a badass margarita. And honey, yes, I will. Yes, you do. Yes. So I, I'm good for <laughs> other things. I'm good for other things. I'm trying, though. I'm actually, like, going in the kitchen with my lovers now and actually, like, taking note. So now I started learning hibachi, um, which Ooh. I'm excited because I'm going to have hibachi again tonight with my mm. mom. Yeah, it's going to be good. But, okay, so now that we all got acquainted with everybody, let's talk about the topic of the evening. So we know that right now the world has just gone to shit. 2020 is some bullshit. And people are still shocked that racism is actually a thing. Like, (laughs) it baffles my mind. In fact, ladies, I had to get into it with somebody this morning. Oh. Okay. I not, not already, not this morning. This morning, before I even went to bed. I went to bed at 4, uh, four o'clock in the morning, first of all. So this motherfucker had the nerve to slide in my DMs, you know, saying like, oh, how are you? And I was like, well, it's, I'm, I'm not good, you know. It's kind of hard being a black woman in America right now. Like, Fast. where the fuck have you been? And he's like, oh, it's okay, like, I just want you to be happy, and, you know, you shouldn't stress, like, it's gonna be okay. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm always gonna be black. I'm gonna wake up every day, and someone's gonna remind me before I go to sleep that I'm black. Like, I don't think you understand how hard it is in this climate. Like, fuck you and your privilege, and go suck a dick, and choke and die on it. (laughs) Like, Why people are coming out the works with the, I just, I don't know, what what should I do to help you? Like, <laughs> what can I, what can I, like, I just want you to be happy. Like, <laughs> it's not about me being happy. Right. Sweetie. It's beyond it's about that. about you not being racist. You not being racist. How about, <laughs> how about we, we got to learn everything in tenfold. Like, we got to learn about white history and black history. Okay. Do you know how hard that is to like keep up with the Joneses? Not even money wise, but like knowledge wise. That shit is exhausting. And that's if you're even lucky enough to learn black history. That part. But still, (laughs) we as black people, we know our history because we're forced, not forced, but let's face it. If we had, you know, decent parents or decent 
uh, leaders in our circles as we've grown up, they've always been like, hey, I know you're reading this in school, but I need you to learn this. Oh, mm-hmm. sit and watch this with me. Oh, yep. listen to this with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot tell me as a black person, you have never been taught by another black person through music, television, movies, books, even motherfuckers who don't even read books. They're like, man, I read James Baldwin Girl. and it changed my fucking life. I just mm-hmm. didn't watch Roots. That part. I had to watch every every video. Yes. Yo. You heard me. I said every video. Every VHS. video. Yes. <laughs> okay. The DVD, I think, is now like three, if I'm not mistaken. But oh yes, the, the VHS, I vividly remember. That shit spelt out Roots. That's Yo, how that's many VHSs a, a, it had. Okay. That's a show I'm actually, that's a movie I'm still embarrassed to say that I haven't seen like Roots. Like I think I've seen maybe a part, pieces of Roots or like it's been presented in different ways, but I actually never gone and sat down and watched Roots. Don't, don't be embarrassed. I mean, honestly, there are way other, there are other movies out there that I think are more prominent to black culture that yeah even i that yeah. was just showing like a slavery portion you know that was like mm-hmm. yeah i mean honestly i would watch roots over and over more than 12 years a slave because that movie i watched once and i was like oh no fuck this i can't no mm-hmm. that was my crossing line i'm like no and i've been you guys know i'm i'm a movie buff i'm a music snob and I've always had my issues with Hollywood and, and black movies that are getting notoriety. Like there are way better cultural films out there that we need to make prominent more than just like oh, yeah. a slave movie. Like that movie still pisses me the fuck off on so many or different black levels. black people in servitude. I heard that the help is like trending. Oh, like yes. The most trending films right now with <laughs> everything. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, let's learn about black people through depictions of you know still servitude yes 1960s house help okay sure this is what we need to if people want to see servitude in its best light watch the butler for god's sake okay Mm. that lee daniels film is more prominent to me than the help the help was just a white woman's excuse to show black and white relations i'm sorry Mm. i said it but fuck you guys. I'm sorry. That to me was just a white excuse of a movie. Ooh. Book, movie, and all. Sorry. The shit pie thing was fucking hilarious, but still, it was just a white woman's excuse to be like, hey, yes, we had help. Yes, we were <clears throat> raised by black women and we weren't all that racist. Okay. But enough of that. We're talking about attraction. And. I was telling the ladies before they started the show that I went down a rabbit's hole when it came to attraction. And of course, you know, because we're melanin queens here, I wanted to go into the whole, you're cute for a dot, dot, dot. We've all heard it before. But what I did not know and I learned today was that there's an actual term. It's not just fetishizing, but sexual racism is actually a thing. Oh, Wow. It's called sexual racism. Sexual racism. And basically what it is, is just the normalization of sharing racial preferences online. Um, And so breaking it down, like, I prefer 
black men. I prefer black women. No Asians, please. Or if you are Asian, please make sure you're Pacific side. The whole list goes on and on and on. But what I didn't know. So you have to put in like your special ingredients. Like, okay, you could be this, but you have to be this tall, make this much type shit that kind of shit and this Uh, this sexual racism term has been around since the 70s and again this is something i didn't know but again it's the sexual um, rejection of the racial minority and the conscious attempt on the part of the majority to prevent interracial cohabitation there you go does it work when like a black person says that sexual racism when like for instance a black person says i only date black people hell yes again because you are you are preferring one race over the other so yes yeah even though again this is towards the racial minority the definition you flip it yes and let's face it we've all you cannot sit and tell me that we've all never had like i prefer conversation I've heard oh yeah guys uh, they'll say i prefer black women but i'll fuck a different race just because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know i won't never marry a white woman but i'll go fuck her like and i know there's white men that white men that say, say these same things about us yeah. hell yes hell whenever, yes whenever you date outside of your race i think is a black woman um or a black person period like that's the first conversation that comes up right like they something about race and then if they've never dated somebody they're like oh well i usually don't date black <laughs> girls or i usually don't You're the, the, well what do you what do you mean i'm you know? just like oh okay so you normally are going after and then what's changed because here my black ass is <laughs> <laughs> like, don't all of a sudden be down with bl blm oh, what do you call blm yay BLM. Yo, do you know that's happening? So I I got back on Hinge, like I'm on Hinge, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have like preferences set on my Hinge. Like I I just have everybody because, you know, I maybe may have been like a perpetrator of sexual racism before mm-hmm. because you know like for the most part I definitely did lean towards dating black men and like black men exclusively, but like. I've been trying to be more open. I've dated other guys of other races before, but I, you know, I would say typically I lean towards black men, but like more recently on Hinge and some of these online dating um, like platforms, these guys or men of other races, I don't know if it's like a, like a guilt thing or trying to assuage guilt, but they're like coming after the black girls, but they're like doing it in the, yeah, like you're so beautiful, and I never really had thought about dating a black. Oh, like, I don't see. I'm not trying to be. I am not see? trying to be your experiment, sir. I like, that part. I'm not as much as you know. But then it's like, how much of that is them, and then how much of that is me? Also, because it's like low key. I'm on the other side of that. Like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, be more diverse or be more open. And for me, it's more like yo, black men are not giving me the type of attention or whatever that, that I want. Like, I need to open up my dating pool if I'm trying to date someone and, like, you know, get to the love goals that I want, right? But still, I'm doing the same thing as them, but it just feels different. Because I'm like, damn, I'm like, it feels different coming from them being like, oh, I'm not used to dating black women. So, because I'm like, oh, well, then what's up? Then, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? 
Right, because yes. then they could equally be like, oh, well, you're not used to dating Indian guys, so what's up? Like, Oh, man. Yeah, you were about to say something, and both of oh, you... Oh, I was just like, this is just an opportunist situation for everybody that's not of color. I, It's, it's kind of annoying now. It's now like... It's almost becoming like a, a bucket list thing. That's what I feel like it's going to yeah, become. Yeah, this is not genuine. No. And then it's just like it brings it back to how we were saying earlier, the fake support from people who are not black but want to try to understand the struggle. It's just there's just certain things right now in this climate that you just really need to not say. Like, please don't apologize to me. Just actually do better. Ask me questions in trying to understand. And instead of saying, like, you're cute for a black girl or I would never have thought, like, a black woman like you would be, like, this dope. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Or have you ever been on the phone with somebody and then they meet you in person or surprised that you are black? Girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Like, I used to play a, a, a game where I, with my friends, whether it was on a date or if I was going out for a job. And I always knew, like, right off the bat, if I met somebody for a job, when I walk in, their eyes, I don't think they, like, consciously know it does it, but their eyes just kind of get a little wider. Their, their, their body language is kind of like, oh, my God, wait a second. She's a black woman? Megan? A black woman? Like, let's face it, my government name is not really, like, screams black. My name doesn't scream blackness. You know, I've been looked over with, from jobs when I was younger because the way my name is spelled. Ugh. You know what I mean? And I was told by other people of color, like, they named their children non-black names so that they wouldn't be overlooked because when they see a person of color's name and they can't pronounce it, they're going to immediately just be like, no, they're black. Right. You know, yeah. and that's, that's really messed up that you you get picked out of the bunch because they think you're going to be a problem. I've and it's like, why me. is it of color? Why do we have to be a problem? Right. I've legit <laughs> heard somebody, and I don't think they, they knew that I heard them, but they were going over resumes. And I heard the person flat out say, oh, fuck that. I can't even pronounce this person's name. Oh, yeah, I've definitely heard that before. And as the <laughs> owner of, like, a complicated name, that shit sucks. Like, yes. that shit hits, like, on another level. Like, and you could be one key player that they need, and they just fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. majorly. But then they try to say, well, I have black friends. I, you know, I donate to the NAACP. Like, no, that's fake. That's yes. fake. Okay, you They may- all tied in together with y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but, like... If you say you have black friends, like how many of your black friends do you actually really listen to when they and how, say- and how much how much black are they? Right. Not say nah. you have to be super black, but you know, like we do have token Negroes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and we talked about in, that in our last episode when we were talking about, you know, being black in the workplace. But even in the dating space, it's like it's amazing how even on the apps like I remember for the longest time I was like calling out motherfuckers because they're like ooh I've never had a black girl like have you had some white dick in you lately like oh my god I'm just like dude stop that's definitely a fetish a nah, huge that, fetish that's like the automatic turn off right like if a, a person is if a person even utters the statement I have black friends like just know 
that person off the rip is dangerous because like you're, what are you counting your black friends like are you ready to pull them out right like, whenever you need to like trading cards right so, or like, the I've only been with one black girl <laughs> oh my oh, god okay oh, and what does god. she look like like what was her type like but then it, it gets even worse in with the even black guys too they're like oh so I'm probably like the only brother you've ever dated I'm like no mm-hmm. no and in my defense, honestly, I might turn around and say, yeah, because I just mostly fuck black guys. Black guys don't want to date me. I'm fuckable to the black men, but I am not dateable. Mm. I have never been really dateable to any black man. In my history, in long history of fucking, I mean, I've I got a high body count. And honey, it is definitely the United Nations. My pussy is beautiful the hell up. it is come on <laughs> let's be real and honest i literally have fucked every continent i think yes i have too when i was in in the industry yeah i i you know we've all had you know our little bit of united nations up in there yeah we have to all have a whole phase i mean a, a few sprinkles of other cultures you know just just to diversify things yeah. it's important I, I mean, just feel I'm, attraction and vibes is everything. I don't care what yeah. you really are. Even if you're a female, like it's if <sighs> you if you vibe with me, I vibe with you. If yeah. you treat me with honest, decent respect, I'll fuck with you too. Like I I just don't understand why it it comes down to like, oh, if I'm if I'm gonna date a black girl, if I'm gonna fuck a black girl, like, oh, she can't be like skinny or oh she can't be too fat like i need ass and titties but i can't have too much tongue she can't be loud that i'm like what's loud <laughs> what do you mean it's like loud in the bedroom what's ghetto like what do you mean by ghetto what be in description what is that right because but I- half the time these dudes actually want that like the funny thing is they always yeah. make those statements like she can't be this, she can't be that. Yeah. When deep down, they that's want the it. exact type of black girl that you want. Like I've been out on a date with a guy before that like asked me like, oh, he was like, oh, you don't like get your nails done? This was a guy, he was like, um, I, this was actually here in New York. This dude was like Jewish, half Jewish. And like half something else, but it was like more of like a span, like Puerto Rican or something like that, like Puerto Rican and Dominican. Mm-hmm. So he goes, but he like really like looked just full Jewish, um, kind of get like came off like that, you know, been in a very like grew up in a very Jewish family, right? So he was like, Oh, you don't you don't get your nails done? I was like, Oh no, like I mean I my nails are done, like I have polished. He's like, nah, you don't wear like fake nails. Oh my god! You don't wear fake nails, or you don't like rings. What? And I'm like, he said that because he was looking for a stereotypical, like black girl. He thinks in his mind a black girl has long, thick nails and wears lots of rings. So when he meets a black girl that doesn't have that, he's like, wait, why don't like it's it's confusing. But it's just like, dude, you're like actively seeking that out, mm-hmm. right? You're like. <laughs> So when they when they make those statements, just know they want that because that's what they think that the stereotypical black girl does. And when you don't fit in that stereotype, it's almost like you're missing that part. Majorly. I mean, I admit I have a particular type of white boy that I go for. I will. What's your type? I, I will now admit, because let me say for the longest, I would never say that I had a type. 
I just said, oh, it just so happens that I attract these certain white boys. But most of the time I attract tall, nerdy, <laughs> woke white boys. Like, Ooh. and I'm talking about like not woke to where it's fetishizing, but like they just want to understand and they like they're almost they're not ashamed but they're just like i i don't understand why we're dealing with this shit still you know i like the empathetic type of white guy <laughs> like you're not gonna like you know you're not gonna impose my blackness like that's why i love suit and tie so much because in all of our years of being together even just on the fuck shit like he has never pointed out my blackness especially mm. in the bedroom like he's never said like oh this is my black pussy or like oh I can't wait to touch that like it's never he just loves me as being a woman but he's also a writer so when he and he's a great writer and he's written a lot of characters who are black he wants to showcase you know black stories but he also wants to portray them in the best way possible so he always, yeah. you know, asks me, are these terms okay? Is this description, you know, he, he, again, he is an understanding man. And that's what attracts me the most. It's like, if you understand to a sense of what I'm going through, if you can understand why I may come through the door when I see you and I'm not happy with what's going on and you just want to hear me out, that's the type of shit that I'm attracted to when it comes to dating outside of my race. Um, but again, these are conversations that I've never really been able to have with a black man, even just dating because every single one has either lied, never accepted my sexuality and my lifestyle to begin with. And then when I talk about race, they try to say, well, Look at the life. Look at your family. Like everybody's mixed in your family, so of course you don't get the struggle. I'm like, the fuck. Mm. So I'm not on your level because I have white cousins, and who I have I have mixed cousins who are black, and because my family has chosen to date outside the race and mate without you know outside of the race i'm not equivalent to being black to you my blackness is not enough for your black experience i've always gotten that type of stereotype which sucks that definitely does suck um I, I honestly feel like, yeah, black people, we do do it to ourselves a lot, too. Like, mm -hmm. we sort of we sort of kind of limit what blackness is, you know? Like, we expect people to not treat us like a monolith, but we treat, like, and kind of, like, hold our community members to those same standards. And it's definitely, like, something that needs to change. Especially, like, when it comes to black women and, like, dating, like, outside of a race or, or kind of, like, interacting with different you know, different men. Yeah. Um, and not even necessarily like white men. Like it's not even just like a, oh, if a black woman or a black man decides to date a white woman or white man, it's like any race. Mm-hmm. I think it's with any, it's any type. And then there's the whole like, you know, oh, 
I can't wait to see you guys have like mixed babies. Like, what's the emphasis on that? Like, why do we have to emphasize that? Why can't they just be a beautiful couple who makes a beautiful child? Like, then we have to break it down. Like, it's always comes down to race. No Did matter- you hear about that um, NFL player and his, they were with their white woman and their chairs ain't to mixed babies? Wait, what? Yeah. I, 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 he brought it to my attention just bringing this up. I have to look up the article, but yeah, it's a whole video. They're choosing having mixed babies. Oh no! Oh, I just typed it in on Google and I found it. Oh my god! Okay, it's pulling it up right now. NFL player and white fiance, more light skinned kid. Oh, I'm done. Jahil Ade of the Chargers and Lindsey Nelson. I'm sorry, that's a very white name. No offense. No offense, people. I'm sorry. That is a lot. That is definitely a name. I mean, <sighs> see, okay. I kind of get what they meant, but it's just, it's the wrong time. It's Wait, the wrong what do they mean? Time. Old video, but, you know, it's just the principle that, the, that they have that mind frame yeah like i get it they're trying to celebrate like who knows how she talks with her little white friends you know what i mean like just it's funny i think it was more like okay i get it you want to celebrate your your interracial love for each other you might want to celebrate the fact that you know you've made a beautiful child so i get it i get the context but again it's the wrong time it's the wrong climate and then what does that teach us like okay so more light-skinned kids so if your fiance was not would you say the same thing if your fiance was a very dark skinned african woman or what happens when one of the kids don't come out light-skinned because that part. Like, i have seen like you can be mixed race and also just not be light skinned, right? Yes, like, that's problematic because like that expectation that the babies are going to come out light skinned. Like, what happens if that is not the case? Do you not love your kids as much, or mm-hmm. is that kid going to have to go through like all that kind of trauma? I think like those are the tough conversations that we do need to have when we're talking about like interracial dating. Like, it's one thing to date, but like let's be real about this because like. Interracial dating is not saving anybody from being a racist, right? No. There's people who are actively in relationships with Black people that are also very racist or that are anti-Black. And there are people who are, you know, in relationships with people of other races that are doing that because of their own internalized racism. Who's so that like that woman that everybody's been talking about lately and she had spoken out about George um, Floyd saying that we need to stop glorifying his death and making him Candace a Owens. Yes. Oh, I hate that woman. She literally, like, I, honestly, I let the record reflect. Like, there will be no no time. I don't know if ever I'm famous or something and this comes back up. I just want the world to know that even then, I hated fucking Candace Owens. No, she I'm with you. She is a problem. She is a problem. I'm... It- I'm actually shocked at how old she is because I thought she was older. So now, the, oh my God, I can't. Yeah, Candace Owen is, I, I'm with you. I genuinely detest this woman on so many levels to the point where I didn't even know her name and then I've always heard about her because she keeps saying 
out of pocket shit to support MAGA. Oh yeah, she's cooning. Like, yes. Sis be checking and driving. She Honey, got a whole routine. This is this is what modern modern minstrelism is. Oh, yes. This is modern <laughs> minstrelism right here at its finest. Okay. Yes. You got Rachel Dozeal and then you got Candace Owen. And Rachel Dozeal, that's even just more problematic because. Yo, did you actually see her documentary? Oh, fuck yes, I did, girl. <laughs> I, honestly, I left that documentary and like really kind of feeling a certain type of way about Rachel Dozeal. Like, cause at first I thought she was like this very evil person and everything like that. But then when I really like started, and I don't know if this is based on the slant of the documentary, the way I kind of saw her was like, she had internal, like she had seen so much hatred from like her own community, right? Yes. Like she was dealing with a lot. She had seen white people be so evil that I feel like really for her, it was like a distancing of herself from that like she was just kind of like i am not white i do not represent these people these people are not me to the point where i'm willing to make the sacrifice and change everything about myself to become a black person and to live my life as a black person i will say honestly in the beginning whiteness yeah (laughs) when i first when i first heard about rachel dozio and this is all part of attraction, people, because when we talk about attraction, it's not just sexuality. We as people are attracted to people in our lives for a reason. So let's take the fact that Rachel Dozeal, a white woman, was not attracted to what she saw as being a white woman. And she kind of was like the white woman who really became black in understanding. Now, I'm not saying people... To go and change your name, right? Your right, skin, right. To understand the struggle, but Rachel Dozeal probably most likely knew more history about us than we right. know about us. Nah, I low-key started feeling like, yo, I got why she did it. And then, like, the fucked up part about that situation was just, like, how she was exposed, right? Like, she became exposed by her parents in order for them to protect, like, white patriarchy and, like, white male violence. Like, her whole, like, being outed as a white person was not because, like, her parents were like, oh, you've been lying to the world. It was literally to keep their son, their white son, who was a sexual predator and sexually assaulted the Black children in their home from going to jail. Like, literally, that I'm like, damn. No wonder she ain't want to be a white person. She was like, y'all are just... Fucked up. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She said, I am not them. And after everything came out, Rachel Dolezal still being a Black lady. She's still a black. She was. She kept the same energy. You know what? I couldn't even. I couldn't even fault her. I'm like, you know what? She kept the same energy. The world hated her, and she's still being a black person. She's like, I'm not posing. This is just me. Right. That's black as hell. That is. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel. Awesome. Awesome shit. Like Rachel. That is black. Like nobody fucking with you, and you still black. I would say I was very impressed by how homegirl braided some hair girl her dedication to her own box braids uh, like honey. when she was when she was doing doing it at the end of the movie and we saw all she had to do to even uh, accomplish box braids i said oh this is a lot she, she has a rubber band each of those <laughs> pieces and then I said, oh, my God. Like, the I have dedication. no patience. That's a hella right. dedication. That's the dedication that Nipsey Hussle was talking about. Be dedicated <laughs> to the... <laughs> I'm sorry. 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 I'm s
sorry. I'm not disrespecting that man, but that was some dedication, okay? She was dedicated. And this was like, we never saw her hair as a white person. No. So it, but it was underneath all of that. Like, under all of that she was fooled, where that was. She fooled yes. the world. And a then regular you, Houdini. A regular Houdini. But then you have Candace, and it's like, she is that definition. Like, we've all grown up with at least, I feel personally, because I've... um a little backstory. I'm, I was raised in the Catholic school system all 12 years. That's why I'm so sexually like out there now. You repress that shit for 12 years. You grow up hornier than a motherfucker as you go to college. Okay. So, and I was like maybe one of like five black people. And to break it even more down, one out of five black people who really just had a full black background. I was mixed. Like, yes, you can be mixed in the black community and still be black let let the record set that straight okay i've always said i am a mixed black woman because i am okay i'm from the islands i'm also native american in all these other different races of blackness okay there are black irish people out there i'm one of them yes okay ancestry.com that anyways one out of maybe five black people most and maybe like out of two of them the ones who were like really had full blackness to them all the other girls they had like filipina in black mexican in black puerto rican in black and so you you start to see as you grow older the levels of that shit like yes i'm sure you've had girls you know not accept you for being fully black or fully penai yeah i've had like even white people come at me like oh how are you filipino and it's like what what do you mean how am i filipino like if you look at our history there are dark-skinned filipinos my color i don't have to just be mixed with black to be this brown there are filipinos my color so it's like people look at the any islander or asian culture or even middle eastern culture they look at the light-skinned versions that they see in the media. They don't know that we're all different colors. Just like black people, we're all different colors. Light, bright, to dark skin. Mm-hmm. And so if you go and to that, South- that's without mix. Yeah. And African yeah, even is without African. being mixed. There's some literally like I'm from West Africa and there are West Africans that live like in the villages of the village that are very, very light. Mm-hmm. Like not mixed with anything. This is just their colors. And there's some that are dark. Like, we're not, um, like I said, we're not a monolith. We come very, very, we're the most diverse as a race. To, Hell to yeah. Are you mad because you guys can't shade no other color? <laughs> right. I'm, I mean, like, I'm not trying to throw shade, but I'm just saying, like. Yeah, like, I don't understand, it. like, why are we, like, why, why <laughs> is our skin tone, why is our blackness such a threat? When you think of all the races in, throughout history, like. Even the black dick is a threat to yes. a white man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's powerful. That's very true. Uh, but didn't they used to, in, in the sleigh days, cut the guys with the biggest dick off? Uh, or mm-hmm. some yeah. shit like that? Yes, oh, my they did. God. Among other things. I Among other things. Right. See? The black dick being a threat. But y'all love it at the same time. Right. Because they used to want it too. Like, they were not just raping women during slave days. That's, no. That's a whole nother conversation that we Ooh, could hop into. But... Honey, 
that's the thing too i really need black people especially to do better when we talk about sexuality and being gay okay that is a level of attraction and we need to stop suppressing those attractions if you're attracted and you're black to the same sex and so be it who the fuck cares why does it matter if you know a black man wants to fuck another black man go ahead what i don't like is that we uh have a stereotype for black men who are gay that they have to be like the very flamboyant oh sis like you know no there are gay black men who are just as masculine masculinity is still like it's probably the head honcho at your job right now for real know it for real he's not that he's not your typical gay man I want to tell you about Stitcher Premium. Yes, it's an ad to tell you to buy some more bonus content for podcasts. For $4.99 a month, you can get ad-free content, including 300-plus hours of comedy podcasts, including my girl, Ali Wong. If you think her comedy specials are funny on Netflix, you got to check out her podcast. On top of that, from all melanin queens out there, The Sugar, featuring Tika Sumter. It's great. It's new. And for all my women who just like to stay in tune with things and kind of kick the shit, that's the podcast for you. Of course, for all my Marvel fans like myself, I got to say I'm addicted to every Marvel film, every TV show. And then I got hooked on their numerous podcast content. And let me tell you, the imagery is sick. But all this and more is at Stitcher Premium. So go to stitcher.com backslash premium and use the promo code sapphire it's that easy $4.99 a month use my code sapphire at stitcher premium when it comes to attraction right like how because we're in kind of talking about this we're realizing like yes this is a problem with other races towards like black people but like how can we as black people be i guess less sexually racist because like in kind of the definition right like we partake in it so how do we open ourselves up to that especially like in a climate where we sometimes do it as like a protection thing you know like black people might not want to engage in different races because they experience anti-blackness so much in regular life that like they're like well i'm not trying to experience that in my love life so in order to protect myself i'm gonna date black people but how do we like open ourselves up to that I mean, like anything when I tell people, especially when it comes to like sexuality, you can't force, you cannot force sexual attraction on people. But what you can enforce is sexual understanding, okay? Mm. Sexual communication. Talk about it. Talk about why you, as a black woman or a black man, never found yourself sexually attracted to outside of your race and that's not making yourself race it's like i want you to i want you to recognize the internal racism that you're holding and maybe question why is that because i'm i'm pretty sure you can have a conversation with someone out there and i know there are people out there who may have stopped themselves from being attracted to someone that they felt the vibes and they were like, well, they're white, so I can't, I don't fuck with that. Like, right. man, she was mad cool, but no, nah, I, I, nah, I can't do that to me. Like, no, take the leap. 
If you felt that They'll attraction... They'll be like, my mama would be mad if I brought a white woman home. <laughs> so that be, type of shit. Yeah, like, we need to... That's where it needs to stop. Like, we need to stop it internally with ourselves first and then kind of express it to others. Like, why were you suppressing your feelings? Because you didn't want to endanger your race. I've heard those terms. Or you didn't di- want to disrespect another black woman out there on losing a chance with another black man. Like, no, it's not It's not your fault who you're attracted to. Act on your attractions if it's a safe manner. If it's not hurting anybody, act on those feelings. <clears throat> I think that's where it really begins. And I think also as, as black people, we have a tough... Um, we have a tough time even just expressing ourselves non-sexually. We just have a tough time recognizing our own feelings, our own mental health. So we mm-hmm. that's where it starts. Like we need to talk within our communities first and kind of like say, yo, where did we go wrong? And how can we fix that? That's where it begins. Recognize the internal racism first and then go out into the community and try to talk about that internal racism to see the understanding and where those lines meet. I think that's the only way that we're going to do better and step out of your comfort zone. Just like we've had to do for everything else in our life. Facts. I, I think that's honestly the best way. I hope it's like that trying new it. food, you know. Yes, it really <laughs> for real. <laughs> try new dick. Try new dick. Uh, try new pussy. Shoot, you might learn a, th- a few things. Okay. Like, I didn't know that my man can't fit uh, magnums. He's gonna hate that I said my man. My sir thinks that magnums are too tight on him. Did you try the B condoms yet? Oh yes, girl. We tried them. They fun. <laughs> the elastic the elasticity though um around his circumference is uh yeah we've had a couple slip ups <laughs> oh he's uh, like large and in charge honey yes <laughs> he's like a girthy one he's girthy he has a nice okay. it's a very nice like yeah yeah it's nice wow must be nice. <laughs> That's why, honestly, I'm like, I'm good with the one. I'm good with the one penis, and I'm all open to the, the vaginas of the world. But no, like, but honestly, that's where it comes from. I think us as black people need to talk about why we refuse to step out of our comfort zones on all levels mm. of attraction. That's what we need to address first. It starts with us first, then it goes out into the community. Just like this movement that's going on right now with George Floyd. We called for the attention it, as, you know, in civil rights back in the 60s. People heard us. They saw us. But did it last long? Yes and no. But the only reason why people came to understand is because we kept talking about it and we kept throwing it in their faces. So that's what we need to do is we need to continue having the uncomfortable conversations as to why we ourselves are internally racist within our race um, when it comes to sexual attraction. That's how we get down to the problems. Got to talk about it. Yep. Got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you ladies, but I think we covered a lot of base. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I think we so. did. 
And I, I'm just, I don't, anybody have any final thoughts? I mean. You know what? Right now that we're kind of like starting to come out of quarantine, I'm definitely going to be more mindful in my interactions, I think, like in dating on where some of those prejudices are coming from where like some of those feelings are coming from and just trying to be more open. I think y'all kind of call me out a little bit on this phone call because, you know, I was, I'm not going to lie, I had some sexually racist tendencies. We all do, though. It, yeah. We all do. I mean, honestly, sometimes I am in like, oh, my God, that was kind of slightly racist of what I just said. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. outspoken, too. So it's like, fuck, sue me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mean harm. It's just I speak what's on our mind and what most people are probably thinking too. I think that's all of us. We say we say what's on our mind, mm-hmm. and it's that's not all. and it's not from a bad place. It's just a place of passion, and sometimes passion can, you know, be a little much for folks. Yeah, <laughs> but I do hope and and. You know, hopefully someone out there. Oh, you know, it's New York when you hear that kind of aggressive. Lord. <laughs> that motherfucker was like, hey, yo, yo, quarantine's out, play. bitch. They don't play with these horns out here. Man, I remember the first in well, my only time I went to New York a couple years ago, I almost got hit by a car. Not even like 25 minutes touching down into the city. Like, someone yep. warned me. They're like, oh, yeah, they don't give a fuck about pedestrians. They do not care. No, 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 no. Nope. Yeah. They do not care about pedestrians. Don't stand too close to the curb. Lord Also, Jesus. don't walk too slow across the crosswalk. Even if you, it's even if it's your turn to cross and, like, a car wants to, like, turn and you're, like, walking too slow, a car will honk at you. Like, hurry up. Honey, like, they, hurry up. they hit my luggage, okay? I was, I was trying. <laughs> Ooh. I was trying. I heard they don't play. They did not play. <laughs> Patience, people. Come on. We ain't go- we ain't got shit to do right now. Okay. Yes, things are slowly opening, but we come on now. Just calm down. You won't get there. You're gonna get there. <laughs> <laughs> Nikkei, I can't thank you enough for joining yes. us today. I had so much fun. Like and- you guys. You guys are hilarious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Where can our earbuds find you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram um, and like Twitter, Facebook at Nika Francis and follow my cooking platform, um, Big Mouth Tiny Kitchen, also on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Yes. And as far as the wellness series that you um pop up on a lot do they have replays of those uh yes together yes so every week um we've been doing it since the beginning of quarantine um we do a weekly series called healing together it's um on zoom every sunday at uh usually eight o'clock p.m eastern and you can follow um us on our healing together facebook group as well to have replays of the series of old shows clips we post like gems from some of the previous episodes on the healing together facebook group love it and yes where can they find you boo you can find me at fit and dirty on instagram you can follow me on snapchat same same thing fit and dirty onlyfans.com slash yasmin daily on um 
Should I throw out the PSN too? Girl, throw it out. Oh wait, <laughs> but are you sucking? Are you are you trying to sit on some faces for that eight hundred dollar new platform? What eight hundred? Oh gosh, girl. I, I heard it's costing. I heard it's a hefty. I heard it's close to a hefty penny. I know it's a little bit more than five hundred. And I heard the jokes. Mm. Motherfuckers are I mean, do they have payment plan? Because, you know, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll do that. I'll put some money down right now. And then, then it'll look better when I buy it later. You know? Yes. Yes. Well, my PSN, because I am a PlayStation user. I play Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Feisty Panay. F-E-I-S-T-Y-P-I-N-A-Y because I know people don't spell feisty the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let them know. Well, since you throwing out gamer tags, well, shit. Well, everybody can just find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, and that's Xbox. I see y'all adding me on the Snapchat. I'm gonna tell you again. I do not fuck with Snapchat no more. <laughs> It is, Why are you checking your Snapchat? <laughs> I check my Snapchat because that's how my poly people and I get down. That's it. Okay. My poly uh, tribe. Okay. That's how I make a different Snapchat then. I might have to because I don't know. But I also have some gems from like some fans back in the day. So I like gotcha. to go back to those too. You know, I like uh-huh. to see a little TNA still from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> But yes, so Ms. Radio Sapphire on everything. I just spelt it out for you. We put the link with we put the information in the bio. If you can't read, well, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm sorry. Get hooked on phonics. Remember that shit? <laughs> Yo, remember when they used to clap to sound it out? They'd be like, R-A-D-I-O. <laughs> yes. I might have to. M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. And if you are still in quarantine and trying to get that new dick, honey, you better wait for that dick in 2021. Cause no, 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 no new dick. Yeah. That was the show. All you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms.